I didn't mean your years development and food. We're lying. Nobody will be hungry in this country. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. That's that's just that's different. Ah. At least the good news is that Musala is not using Nigerian Twitter, so. <laughs> but we will see it. We will see it. Yeah, it's one of the most ridiculous comments you can think of. Like people saying, "Ah, Omer, we don't say gala before inside traffic." Catch me, sir. I'm like, "Is it?" He said, "The disrespect. It does not matter if you are cold, you are gorilla. Because these people they drink pure water and they take gari." Like, this one we say they chop a pool before they start match. No, no, no. Uh, I, 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 I also, I also, I, I'll try to watch the next game. Anyways, let's see. It's Guinea Bissau. They can't beat. They can't beat Guinea Bissau. I think it's Guinea Bissau or Sudan. Currently, they can't beat any of this. Sudan. Yeah, they can't beat Sudan. Then the let's just go back home. Very good. Performance is very. There's no. If they do anything less, it's, it will make sense. But performance was very good. Because it. Mm. Anyway, um, hello guys. It's Jonathan. We started on the Afcon, and as well as well as much as Bullish missed the game with Nigeria and Egypt. Kuli, when you, when you watch that game, sometimes like before I go on, um, I have Kuli and Bullish with me. Um, it's a I don't even. It's just a crazy hot evening in Lagos because I don't know what's going on. Somebody was hoping hell. Esther, Esther for Vampire Dance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, to the Afcon game itself, if you watch that game, man, you start telling yourself that even Moses Simon could add end product to his game, he probably would join the top club very soon because he had the beating of the Japanese different national team all game. The body had made something happen. Even the goal came from him. He just went past them at will. But there were times where he went past them across the way. Yeah, the worst thing that the irony is that Moses Simon had a very good game and yet he also had a very awful game. Like his end product was really bad. And it was you could say it was like the best player on the pitch was every time it came to us, he met those Jesus players on the right side, he kept scanning the defenders every time. And yet and you have a you have a only in the middle is like a target man and all the crosses mm-hmm. were, were terrible. Even the goal, the cross was the cross was not that good. That led to the goal, despite the fact that he played the part in it, and it was very odd. Like, and and even Ugamon said that after that, he couldn't take someone because he was troubling that that he, defense. He just at some point, I was telling myself that if I was the right back, I would feign injury. Do you understand? I will feign injury. Tell my coach that I not go inside the game. Ah, what's happening now? <laughs> I don't keep pressing these guys this morning. Why? Yeah, why? Ah, please, please. So it, it just shows that okay, like they got done. I know people already get nobody can beat Nigeria. Calm down, like calm down. Like, there are still other teams. Nigeria haven't found their stride yet. Cameroon have been on fire, absolutely on fire. But Bolish, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest moment in the Afcon so far, despite all the amazing games we have seen. I referee, look at the time. It's blue. Oh, it's not. Or nine eighteen. I said, Ooh, game over. The people were like, "It's not over." And then go and call the team from the dressing room to come out and come and play the remaining three minutes. And I'm like, I have never <laughs> seen this in my entire life before. I have never. 
you can't the, the best the best explanation to that particular occurrence it was one tweet I saw where the guy the guy said uh, uh, baby please come home Say no, I'm not coming. <laughs> my mom is not around. <laughs> my mom is not around. The guy don't go find out with you. Then immediately he wanted to leave the pitch. The babe now could ah, my mom just came back to come and pick her phone. That's the only that's the only explanation to what I mean, like, maybe, maybe, maybe you just thought it took them like when well, my shift is over, they're not paying me away. Everybody get get everybody <laughs> because I don't I, I don't think there's any way to explain or to try to look for how, uh this is why. I don't think to I, I don't think, think the there's explanation, any... I think the explanation was that there was a stoppage at some point and then he didn't stop his watch. His watch. So his watch kept reading. Once he gets to ninety he, he probably did the, the, the La Liga. But referees are might like all the referees, both referees and stand referees are all top. So that you can communicate like that's with where each the other. Problem is there was no com- I said, they should have been Even the fourth official is my. There's there's VAR and that. Okay, even VAR will be checking time like oh yeah, oh. and something something has gone wrong. Let's even say VAR as well. The reason why because I, I don't know if you guys saw the game between Villarreal and Man. The game started late because referee's mic wasn't working and they needed to make sure that the mic was working properly. They needed to hear every other person. The fourth official is Mike. The way football works is that he looks at the stopwatch. And says okay, then tells the photo official that add four minutes or add five minutes. So if Jeff is looking at his watch and it's like, oh, it's 19 minutes there, he's not supposed to tell the photo official that okay, add two minutes. So then, then now I'll be like, no, your time's wrong. So it is just shit every day. It's like an, a, something that an amateur game wouldn't put up it as. Like after the, the tournament has been going well, uh, you know the European fashion now. Sky Sport had a five minute video on that particular incident just to tell us, like, can you see? We tell them not to play the outcome when they are playing it. Ah. Yeah, and it was, and they had a, there was no, uh, it was accessible to our region, the video. And yes, yeah, Sky Sport had the right to your outcome. No, you have all the highlights are not accessible, but that's that five minutes period. Yeah, what they are shooting for. Wait, I didn't say that. That's, that's what. Hello. Hello. You repeat that. Yes, yes. Hello. So, hello. Moderator. Moderator, hello. Moderator is no longer here. Ah. But but though I think that's a right issue. The fact that uh, Sky Sport paid for the rights to the tournament, I think, is to be able to show contents of the tournament in a particular region. I don't think they have like a broadcast rights across all regions. Yeah, but they, they 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 are not showing the highlights. They could not show the highlights in our region, but they could show that highlight of the referee incident. Uh, so as much as I, I know that Sky Sports they are, they are, they are a piece of uh, trash, the truth is, <laughs> the truth is, the highlight the highlight is still uh, licensed content. But but when I, I so I don't, I've not seen the five videos because me I I, I block I I deleted I um, I blocked them one time I was angry I was looking I was they, I used to follow them so I was seeing the highlight. And anytime I want to click, I'll be saying it's not available in your region. So yeah, what am I yeah. following? <laughs> what am I following? So let me tell you, me, I don't block them. They don't take. So, but me, I don't, I don't know. 
So the five minutes description or explanation of what happened, did they show clips of things that happened during the game? Yes, it's on yes, the pitch. On the pitch. On the pitch. Ah, we're in one by hell. I don't And since the, the coverage of the tournament has been terrible. Like all their games is one commentator. Just put somebody, oh yeah, you go and do it, Daddy. Camera focus the off. And you can and like like there's this non talent. Like it's almost as if they bought the rights so that nobody else could have it. Wow, it's just crazy. But regardless, at least we've seen we've seen all the teams play so far. Um, like I said, the defending champions of Nigeria yet to hit their stride. Cameroon have been impressive. They played two games. Um, so far, Cameroon, Cameroon looks like the real deal. But you can't really rule out Morocco, who had a very convincing game against Ghana. Yeah, which is odd because uh, for the past few years, I've learned not to rate Morocco in, uh, in Africa anymore. Because I've I've seen a lot of nonsense for them, and the just. Like um, attacking, or they don't know that they have fair players defensively. They were solid. I think to understand yeah. Ghana was Ghana was also poor. To but defensively, yeah. Morocco when you look at the Morocco squad this time around, they left so many players out. Ziyech is is not unavailable. There are some star players that Awai and Gazi wasn't taking along. The players that they failed to take along. I think it's a deliberate effort on the Moroccan national team to be like, okay, rather than having all these names that we carry along every year, we just pack all the stars that we have from Europe and we take them to the tournament and nothing to show for it. Maybe we'll have a more balanced team, try to bring in players that are willing to fight for the JC, not just players that won't, I don't really want to be here. When does this tournament end? It, it just feels like it's progress. But one thing I've always said, um, Bullish, is that calf in a way hasn't really helped. You had the last tournament in 2019 during the summer and it was outstanding. The rest of the, the, the rest of the world paid attention to it. Just because you wanted to soak up to UEFA and the comment ball, you're taking it to January again and the controversy is back. Like, hopefully they just return it back to summer. So, so calf. to be honest, I, 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 can't, I don't know. So, it's still the same thing we discussed. If you remember one of the discussions we had in the last uh-huh. episode where we said, we need more guys who have experience, exposure, and who are willing to, you know, do the work necessary to capture you know, to actually, you know, come into the fold. If we have people like that, who will understand the business of the sport itself? Because the truth is, you are having a Afghan tournament and Liverpool Arsenal they are playing. If you understand the business of, you know, this, of of the sport, you would not you would not want to host your competition. When Barcelona Madrid is playing, Liverpool and Arsenal yeah. is playing. Because you are taking the, the viewership, some of the viewership that you'll have gotten, some of the slots you'll have gotten, you know, some people that will have, you know, bought your products would not buy because they are busy showing Liverpool and Arsenal. So these are some of the things that people with exposure and who have, you know, who have experience in, like, at least in the global game, if they come join the team, will help, you know, solidify. So I think if the status quo remains, it's just like, it's a... It's a it's a redo of, um, or it's a mirror mirror of what is going on in this country. If the status quo remains in terms of people running the show, I don't think there's anything that can change. It's still the same, same, same old, same. You, you, you mentioned something cycling. last week uh, when we spoke about yeah. Afcon Polish. You mentioned something last week. You said that it's disappointing that people from Nigeria, despite the fact that we're close to Cameroon, we can't travel to go see the game. Blah blah blah. But aside from the opening game and maybe the game between Nigeria and Egypt or the one against Morocco and Ghana. We've had empty stadiums. Like it just feels like okay. So the, the, the thing there is it, it's going to it's always going to be like that because first you need to first understand how it was the structure of movement within Africa. 
how do we navigate like how do we navigate movement in Africa? You you see statements like oh between Italy and uh, France, I can you get a train for hour for thirty dollars, thirty euros, and a bullet train and in space of two hours, blah blah blah. I'm already in the new country. If that was the case, I'm sure I'm sure if it was is a case where we could go to Yaba, enter a, a train, get to uh, one of the stadiums, maybe cost us maybe ten k, you know, watch the game and be back to our house on the day of the game. I'm sure a lot more people will go to our, go and watch that game. I'm very sure of that. So it's, it's, it's so it's a it's you know when we talk when we say developing the country, like when you say those things, they 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 eventually translate to other aspects. That's what we mean. You know, ease of movement. You know, security. I, me, I, as I am like this now, if I want to go to any place after Ibadan, if I don't, if I don't, if, if I don't have maybe a friend that is a soldier that has gone with him, I might not <laughs> go anywhere. Because, it's, it's, it's the truth. Because you, are, you hear so many stories. Even in Lagos, yeah, you hear that, ah, if you are at so-so-so place by yourself at so-so time, it's possible that you can be picked up there's someone picked up someone at Zenith Bank Ogba in front of the bank. Yes, different things like that. So there's no security. So even if the road, even if I was, I say I want to even go through the process of going by road and say I want to go to Ogoja, go to Calabar, then cross yeah, and all yeah. that. The insecurity alone is enough deterrent to tell me, Mr. Man, better go to his go and go and watch this thing. Those are the things you, you look at and you're like, no. So it it will it will continue to affect how the game because the fans that were feeling on Hungarian stadiums during the Euros, they are not mm-hmm. all people from Hungary. There are people from all around different countries that came to play in Hungary. Then Danish fans. I saw the, one of the games that Denmark played. I think in Hungary, and you could see the amount of Danish fans that were there because it was going to be easy for them to get to Hungary. The same way English fans that travelled, it was going to be easy to get to those places and support their team. Many fans, football is, no matter how we want to say, no matter how archaic, no matter how archaic football is, if you can assure people that their presence, their movement will be secured and you can make it easier for them to get to the venue, you discover, see the Badal Stadium now, you discover people will come. If they know that, oh, come to the stadium, I won't have to be, I won't be mauled, I won't be harassed. Like there's security, and then I can there's ease to get to stadium. You still will come and watch for the beautiful game. Well, um, you already mentioned something about. I remember a, a few years back, I think it was 2017, the game between Monaco and Dortmund. And Monaco fans decided, okay, they were just going to travel to Dortmund, then go back that same night, and normal, normal way they they do it. But the game didn't hold that night, and most of them couldn't travel back because it was so expensive. So Dortmund fans had to accommodate Monaco fans for the night. So that's even a Champions League game that occurs at night. But you know that you can go from France to Germany, like France to Germany via train at night, and come back after watching the game without booking any hotels and stuff. It just shows how well how intercontinental developed continents are. Anyway, Africa still has a long way to go. Away from Afcon and to to more to more pressing issues, or how do I put it? How do I declare to more issues that, that affect are going to affect Nigeria next year? Because the war secrets in Nigerian politics bullish has been reviewed after months of oh no, if people say I should run, I will run. Yeah, I will not run. Somebody will run. Blah 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 run. Mm. has finally come out and say, I've told the president that I will be running for presidency. 
next check. And I'm like, okay, is this supposed to be a big deal? Like, you guys have been screaming and shouting since. Then, I don't know how many of you saw Gawat's post, where he said, oh, Tinubu going for presidency is going to be a reward for those that stayed, by, stayed with him, blah, 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 all over the years. Mm, as if like, like okay. some kind of party, like, oh, thank you for coming to our house. I take Nigeria and so, policy just shows that these people, the people that are campaigning for him, are not campaigning for him to go and make the country better. I just campaigning, ah, if you don't enter there, we go run now. I will collect my own share, I will collect position, blah, blah, blah. Things go, they move smoothly. So, it, it, I think it's very self-explanatory, right? Why I say so is that, in the first place, he said he went, he has gone to take president. So, that means <laughs> he's coming to continue what the president is doing. That is exactly what it means. Because that means he's okay with what the president is doing and he'll do more than what the president is doing and he'll take it Yeah, I said he'll continue for, for where the president, the, pres- the president stops. Exactly. So, I think it's self-explanatory. He, 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 he has, he, over time, you know, he was able to camouflage some of his interests over time. But recently, mm-hmm. more recently, it has been very glaring and very clear that this man wants to run. And it's not as if he wants to run with some agenda to come and better Nigeria. Obviously, that's not the case. He just wants to run as a way, as the same, the same entitled nature and entitled spirit that Buari used to continue contesting. That he contested for four or five years. That we're thinking he was coming to come and change the country, not knowing that it was just a complex of, I think I I I deserve to rule Nigeria, so therefore mm-hmm. I must do everything I can to get there. So the same complex is the same thing that this man is showing and exhibiting that I, I deserve to be president of this country. Whether I deserve, whether I, whether I'm... I'm whether I'm dying or not. It can be fun. I, I, I should be the president of this country. So that, that's the like, same the same mentality. And, you know, the disheartening part is that I thought... Rational Nigerians, I understand politics and I understand you know partisan politics and politics of interest. But I thought at least at the very least, rational Nigerians would take into consideration this man's statements, especially during the answers problem. You know what mm-hmm. he said, the things, the statements he made, how we said, you know what he said they should do to bandits. You know what he mm-hmm. said after uh, Fasirotis daughter died. Look. I thought at least, at the very least, they would consider those actions, especially after answers, and be neutral. Even if you, even if you are seriously pro APC, I would expect that at this point, you just even be keep quiet and let maybe the APC ticket even come out. But it's just shocking that even some people that I actually hold in regard, I've already seen, as I seen their tweets where they are saying they have their reasons why they are supporting to move. And I'm like, okay, what's the reason? And, 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 and they're like, they cannot share it on the platform. It's something that, you know, is a high-level engagement. Can you, oh, high-level engagement. It's a one That how they started. And oh you, can see, you can see their um, game. You can see it just right in front of our eye. And they went to go and, you know, they unbanned Twitter because they were looking at the whole thing now and it was a situation whereby their usual because what they have is they have main accounts that propel their um, propaganda and they mm-hmm. have bots 
that will retweet those main accounts. All those main accounts yeah. that are recognized. That bots will retweet and then some gullible people will retweet them. So they needed those main accounts. The Dawisus, the Gawats, the um, what's the name of this guy? Bashir. They needed those guys to be able to tweet. And those guys cannot tweet. So far, there's an official word that the just Twitter is banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they needed those guys to come and start spewing their propaganda so that their bots can now do the work. So he, he, everything is, is very clear and it's very clear what is going on. The only thing that is now, painful to me is that. Yeah? Go on, go so on. To, just random, just random. The only thing that is painful to me is that the process of we have not learned, I don't, Nigerians have not learned enough. In as much as we have, we have suffered a lot, we have not learned enough. I think the suffering, the suffering has never pushed us to the point of, uh, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know the word to use to explain it. Because what I mean by that is that we already know that there's no thought force that can win anything in this country mm-hmm. at, yes. the, at the presidential level. The way the country level. is structured, yes. No. Any thought force that comes to tell you that he's going to win, it's just, I'm just going to be looking at the person, the way I was looking at the stupid people that were wearing Fela Grotoe's shirt in 2019. <laughs> I will just look at them and say, you don't have sense. You are gullible. Your uh, principal person that's leading you on is gullible. And you who are deceiving yourself. Is that you are, is that you are actually a tool by these two major parties, one of them, to distract people? Or you are extremely gullible? So yeah, any, of the, any, of the, any of the two conditions actually worse one. So I, the, the thing I was expecting is that young minds that were in APC, Though there was nothing that showed me that they could do it anyway, because they supported Buari even when he behaved stupidly. I was thinking that they will fight to campaign for better candidates in their parties. So what I mean by that is that PDP members, if Article is coming back again, then you guys are not ready for business. Yes, Article is better than Nubu. Yes, Article is better than Buari, whatever. But that is not. We don't want the devil and the deep blue sea. Give us yeah. a candidate that. Nigerians can rally around. Give us young mind, someone that is progressive, that has a track record that people can see. Oh, you are trying to actually become a third force party. If you are smart and you are a citizen of Nigeria and you understand politics in Nigeria, not a fool, you will go into these parties and try to influence things from these main parties. Yeah, I understand that it's crooked. I understand that uh, there are powers that be and everything. But the truth is, so at this moment, at this moment now, if you are not a member of those two parties, you are not going to win any presidential election in Nigeria. Forget it. So Forget it. if PDP wants to, you know, maybe persuade some people to join them, join their cause, they should not go and bring article. Because article will just send a wave of indifference around the country. They should look inwards or look outwards, talk to the Mogalus that have, you know, track record, private sector experience, um, economic building, development experience. They have shown that okay, they think they can do it. Talk to people like Adishino, convince exactly. them to come back. Exactly, talk to people like Adishino, people like people to come back. Tell them to come back and put put together a solid one-two candidates. That even people that are on the fence will look at your candidate and look at Jagaban and say, okay, I think <laughs> I can. I I know I, I we have to go for this guy. So that's what they need to do. So, but. We are already seeing situations where it's almost like even the PDP guys are ready. I'm already seeing some tweets where it's as if they're even talking about Tiku again. I'm like, ah, I like what I do, I'm relocate to Togo to show you, man. Anyway, um, before, before I come to you, let me just take a bullet for a while. Now, the, the thing is that 
we've seen so far a lot of people have been playing their games. There's the team Osibaju that's been playing their game. There's um I, I feel like the APC primary is where everything happens. Because if the, if that party is going to implode, it's going to implode from within. Like it's really going to implode from within. Because this I don't think it's going to be a straightforward thing whereby they just wake up on money and they'll give Tinobu the ticket and say, ah, I law. Because the reason why he's saying he'll continue from where he stopped is that he wants to sweet talk in Otanas. He's very trying to sweet talk and what's the name of this um Gandola and code? Okay, you go be my VP, you go run out, blah blah blah. But the likes of um this was not this tyrant in Kaduna and um this yeah, this moral and all this uh, uh, in Kaduna this tyrant and um, this former FCT minister. Okay, Elrufai, then this um, Kogi guy, as well. there are people that feel that, oh, you know, throughout these eight years or six years, so seven years so far, probably, what the Northerners have shown us is that they, they are playing chess, who are playing checkers. Like, as much as the BMC South is really shouting, shouting, they don't get anything. It's the Northerners that's yeah. running things, getting positions and stuff. So now, for um, what's his name? Um, this Kaduna guy has always said, you know what? Um, if the Satanas want power, they have to come and beg us. The Northerners know that they have the numbers. That's why Tinumbu spent so many time before he fell sick and went to UK trying to sweet talk them and say all these things. That's why I supported Buari for that second time, knowing fully well that I probably wouldn't do anything. At this point, APCC has to contest primary is bullish. Like, and there are runners, there are people that will tell you at their last convention in Abuja, like, Osibaja's team was trying to see what's on ground. Okay, what's in the ground? I will take runner. Is it, is it viable for us to get this ticket to? Or do you believe that, ah, it's a straightforward team. Once Tinobu shows up, we'll just give him the ticket straight. No, so so actually, that's that's actually one of the things that I think would, would be the problem. And it will not be Oshibanjo. It will not be any of the Satanans. If there's anyone that is going to stop uh, Tinubu, it's the Northerners. That's why throughout, as you as you as you rightfully mentioned, all his uh, discussions, even those discussions where he said uh, let us recruit more people into the army to solve it's unemployment. Mm. Uh, it was in the north because he was trying to campaign. He knows that. For him to even get the ticket in the first place, he has to win real support. Like he has to have like undivided support from the Northerners. And Atisnet has shown that they don't really like him because mm-hmm. he is not. They know that he's going to he's going to play to his own drums. He's going to dance to his own drums. He's not going to listen to other people. So they 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 they, they always want someone that yes he's strong yes he's whatever, but they can at least take some things about the person. And they are, and they, I think they know that Tinubu is not the kind of person that they will to do. So there's a very, 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 very high probability that he won't get the ticket just of just based off that um, problem alone. Because their party is their party is between is BMC and uh, the Northerners. Mm-hmm. That's the, the main and the and the currently the Northerners have the bigger stronghold in their party. They hold the major positions. They hold the major key elements, even the money itself. They, they are the ones that will probably contribute more. So, yes, there's that tendency. There's that you know tendency for that to happen. But my problem is, even if that is what is going on with um, APC, shouldn't we be getting something different from the sub- supposed opposition in terms of even candidates that is representing them? Shouldn't we be hearing now more numbers? Because yes. We always say APC and PDP are the same thing in terms of okay, uh, people move from APC, they move to PDP, people move from PDP to move to APC. APC. But we need to remember that there was never a time that we had a situation whereby the presidency and the senate aligned like this 
and therefore there was zero to no pushback on anything. Mm-hmm. So there was zero, no complaint from the Senate, no complaint from the House on Twitter ban, on grazing, or whatever it is. Everything they wanted to do, they were able to do it in the previous party. So we need to be sure that APC has this currently constructed. We we need them. We need that war to happen internally. Let them separate. Let them break. Let them uh-huh. break or something. Let something happen. That 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 probably be one of the best things that can happen to Nigerian citizens as as a whole. But still, even if they break, we still need quality candidates to be to be. We don't want. I was tell, I was telling someone that we don't want to be choosing between the devil and the DBC. We want yeah. a situation whereby we have candidates that we are actually looking forward to the ideas they are trying to implement in the country. Not just, ah, so that, I think that, that's, so regardless of what is going on within APC, regardless of if he will get the ticket or not, who are the options? Do we have, do they, eventually, the option that they will present, is it, a, is it still going to be a devil and DBC option? Or we are going to actually get someone solid that will come out and then represent the party, and then we'll say, okay, let's now start listening to how they want to implement their ideas. So that's actually my main. That's like my main trouble. And um, Kule, I, I saw this uh, um interview on Arise TV. This um like online scheme, this that dude on um Arise TV asking the supposed leader of the Tinubu presidency support group, same one. The same dude, and he was like, and we we're asking him that. Okay, the guy asked that simple question. I said, "Well, Nigerians would like to know why is it that a Tinumbu had bullion van going into his house in the previous election back in 2019?" And he said, "It's my money. He wants to do anything." Nigerians would like to know the source of his money. One, and the controversy surrounding his age. Why was his age suddenly just before his birthday last year? Ten years were suddenly deducted. Then another thing again, Kunle is. This is a guy that has spent the last three months getting treatment. He can barely stand up properly. And his aim is, is either his presidency or nothing. Hello? Hello? Kule? Yeah, hey, I think we lost Kule. Bullish. Yeah, I'm there. I think we lost Kule. Okay. Network, so like the way we're asking, um, hello, hello. Kule, are you back hello. with us now? Yes, yes, can you hear me? Yeah, did you get the question? Yes, yes, yes. I think, and okay, even the whole and um, it's my money. I think it also speaks something to know both. Um, who says Kim Nika cannot be king? Which tells us that we are not operating a democracy because if, if somebody. Hey, Kunle, you are breaking. Can you, can you hear me? Say it's my... It's all that. Okay, go on. Hello, my name. Okay, go on. Hello. Hello? Yeah, it's all that. They can do what they want with impunity. And there was something police said that. And just not learned. I think that's exactly how because if you take the voting numbers, it's significantly low. In the 2019 election, Less than forty percent of Nigerians voted because we've realized that we are, we are choosing between one person that wants to kill us and another person that wants to kill us. Like it doesn't really make any sense that much. And I feel like the situation, the solution, now, I'm not even sure about third force because in Nigeria election you have to have money to do it. 
It's not just Nigerian election. You need money to do any election anywhere in the world. No, I think, I think like, it's, but I think in, like, this Nigeria system in particular, like, like the primary is now the rest. It's people yes. that will bribe, people that will bribe representative and delegates that will win. It's not your, it's not your policy. Nobody cares about your policies. That's why I think we see the front runner because it's the one that's most likely to bribe people and move on. I think that's where the problem is now. I think we have to start thinking beyond just elections. Because now, like, shouldn't it help? Like, shouldn't, shouldn't health be an important factor? Yeah, that's like, the most, and like, it, we, we elected a 70-something-year-old man. They were going to elect another 70-something-year-old man again. Both of whom are their health. Can you have, for the seeing rumors of me burying my name from be alive to so next we want to bring someone who was under health issue again come around the country for eight years anyway greed i've said it when i after i saw gawat's post i said it that greed is one of the major problems we have in Nigeria. there was even someone that came, like like the twitter ban i'm not even being activated that the lifting of the ban someone came out and like yes I'm voting for Tinubu because of uh, his policies on education were very good. Some person that was <laughs> <to> last one, <laughs> I saw that one. And that was by twenty, by hundred percent, by one thousand percent. Said um, yes, his policies on education are very good. Like, I've <laughs> never lifted the ban. People are still lying for him. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. Which educational <laughs> policy? See, somebody posted something on Facebook that got me. Um, curious that he might have posted it out of joking, uh, jokingly, but it, it, it got me curious. Like, Bolich, look at the way Lagos is structured. As of last year, there was this report that Keke, Okada's bosses, the allocation that the, the money that this um, so called agrarians collect from them every day it totals up to 81 billion in a single year. Like, that's the kind of structure Lagos has, whereby these people, like, like and when they ask the deputy governor. At some point last year, too, that ah, why can't you ban areas to the blue and agros like they, like um, Shay Mackin did in New York State? Uh, was like, no, they are our cousins and they are. Uh, they have been there to stay. They have been there to stay. Have so, now. so if if the guy that has created this structure in Lagos suddenly becomes president, at what point will the, the same structure not be employed everywhere in the country? Like, okay, when you get to Abuja, you see them already collecting five hundred from Bekwis in Abuja, and, and it, it, is that not enough turn off to be like, hell no, it can't be this guy. See, that is not even, see that one alone is not even just enough. There are so many. If you want to analyze or do breakdown on the demerits of why Tinubu should not even be allowed to hold any office, not talk of a president. Why, why is he so being jail? Not even like you should not be walking free in the street. Yeah, exactly. So there are so many things. So, but so at this point, I think what one one thing we have come to realize is that, especially APC guys. With the way they've supported Buari in the last six years, I'm seven years, I've come to realize that it is not a matter of merit, understanding, explanation. That is not that is not the problem. It's a function of blind loyalty because of the party. It's just like when you are in courts, you know, wow. if you are in a court, if they say, ah, this night will they go attack this hostel, one will kill people. Even if you don't agree with that plan of action, you can't say no. Even if you do understand what I'm saying. So it is now, it it is the way they've defended, even when in space of evidence, in face of um, reality, to the extent that some people were telling us that they use green screen for live stream. (laughs) So 
you know, you, you need to you need to see it from that point of view that someone can actually utter a statement that not just the person that uttered the statement is not just someone that maybe just maybe slept with Captain America for hundred years, so he does not understand how internet works, and maybe they just woke him up and he saw that stuff and he was not treated. This is someone that uses Twitter that is in the space, IT space, altering the statements. Like, it came out like an authority, because that's, that uh, statement did not just come out of the air. The best came out like an IT authority to try to explain to us that they use green screen to do a recording of a live stream. That it was green screen, like that did not happen. They were doing a movie. Do you understand? So, anyone can come out and make that kind of statement just because he wants to support his party and support the president from his party that they started saying uh, if you can mention the name of the dead person uh, 100,000 me, uh, me I have 50,000 if you can show me dead body so you imagine how how depraved they can go so wow. at this point it's not a function of demerit then so it's not, that's why is I'm, I'm I don't I, I'm I'm almost kind of defeated because you, those kind of people, when you have people like that, who can say things like that, do things like that, you know, who can, you know, make insinuous statements like that just because they want to support someone that does not benefit them in any way. How much more someone that they feel will benefit them? That is that okay. is the angle you should look at it from. Okay. Anyway, um, probably just move away from it since the year is just starting, so... But sure, a lot of things will begin to unfold. Ah, I just uh, they will start eating corn, corn in canteen now, and so. Ah, Um, when the rumors last week started that Mokutie was going to leave Arsenal, Arsenal interested, this were interested, so many people were interested. Then decided to choose Aston Villa. I was wondering, okay, it had to be the general difference. A boy, you look at it from a Coutinho angle. It makes sense. Like really yeah, to an extent because he's going under the radar for a while. Because for the past mm-hmm. and he gets to go to years. a team whereby he, he can he can tell everybody that pass me the ball. I say pass and you'll be passed. Just yeah, that's as so, yeah, that's the thing. So like if he goes to a civilian, is like unlike when he went to Barca, you can't you can't go there and say you want to pass. There's mercy there. You are going to sit down the bench or you go alone. I think now to an extent, it's not just going there like. Like going under there, it's also going there because they need a player with profile. They need okay, someone who is creative, can create stuff. Okay, yes, could you fix that model? Unlike at Barca, because at Barca it was a Barca Barca was a solution, and they started looking for a problem for him to fix. There was no problem for him to fix before he came. As if have a problem to fix, and that's why they signed Coutinho to fix that. The, the the irony of the entire deal is that even after he decides to take the pay cuts. Like the Barcelona still paying some part of his wages and stuff. He still wasn't enough to register for Antares. Then Polish out of the blue, someone city was supposed to leave the club. City decides for a half year contract to spread the salary or take pay cuts for Torres camp. And I'm like, even in a movie, this would not work. Like Barcelona is probably creating some of the greatest super programs I've seen so far. Because after begging him to sit down, yeah, please come and be going. Come and be going. Come and be, ah, I'm not going. I'm not, oh yeah, if you are not going to go, I can help you people. Let me sign for and half year. This guy will stay here, collect all my money, but you can still register for an tourist. See, or wrong city, or wrong. But I think that so the the I think from the way they explain the deal is that 
signing Ntiti to that extended contract to that salary will mean that anyone that was trying to sign him before that could not afford that salary was on salary. before and now okay. still consider can think about signing him. So he, he, okay. he, there's a possibility that we'll be able to sign him. I think that was why they did that. Um, what's it called? That okay. um, stretch of the contract because yeah, you, you have a you have a situation where you are coming to negotiate for a player any ten million. You can't just tell that player that's any ten million that you want to pay him on, three million. Kidding. No, Thanks. but if you have a player that is earning like four million, you can say okay, uh, let's play you four million now, three million. You understand? So I think that was the essence of. And again, at least we can bear having him on the roster at that at the reduced amount because we can say okay. Yeah, we know that his form has deep. The injury has really affected him. Anytime he plays, he's not himself again. But for example, I can use the striker situation we have now. There was a, there was a point we had to go and be bringing fresh academic pro, prospects every day just to fill roster because Brittwood was injured, uh, Aguero left, uh, Ansufati left, Messi, Memphis, Depay left. Like we just, it was just too much. That you just have to go and say, okay, yeah, Jutla, come and play. Abdi, come and play. Like you had that, you had to do that. So maybe when it gets to something like that, you can say, okay, we have Titi, we have play as CB. So I think those are the two things they probably looked at. Okay, even if okay, if we cannot get rid of you, at least if we have reduced your wages to like as much as little as we can, then it won't be hurting the team as much because the initial wages were affecting us from you know it was affecting our wage bill. At least while they are still in court dragging this CVC deal and whatnot, so uh, I, I, I don't think I don't already I don't expect any positive thing out of Umtiti anyway. So the fact that this one has happened is to continue the fasting and prayer that eventually maybe Chelsea will come and pick him up or Arsenal. Um, why 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 bullish and Kuli were going? Um, I think LMJ quietly sneaked in, knowing fully well that he joined late. Probably just thinking that this anyway. This is to be us or. If carried him away. Hello, can you hear me? I I will hear you. I will hear you very well. Don't give Musala information. Let's report me for Polish. Polish, I oh yeah, go full Musala ni information we ah. Our boys will have play you. I let you ah. Jawala, Jawala, Good evening, guys. Good evening, everybody. As uh, we've been doing, sorry, we might post this in the morning. <laughs> anyway, um, LMJ, now that you have joined up, um, I don't know how many people here saw Ronaldo's external interview with Sky Sports. I saw it, and one of the things I learned from it is that the culture of Man United is completely rotten. From top to bottom. Because you have a club whereby it seems I know um, the only FC, whatever it is that their name is, and Gary Neville and Co will tell you that only came for three years, help the club, blah blah blah, and everything. It just shows the kind of mentality that has been there before Ronaldo showed up, like no winners mentality. The idea that some young players feel like, oh, I don't need your help now. And that's why the fact that I'm sure, yeah, I like what Ronaldo said that okay. You are struggling, yes. You are not asking me for help on how to get better and everything. Yeah, that's fine. But when you get on the pitch, you must do your job. If you're not going to do your job, you have no business here. Like, it, it feels mm. like um, players like Maguire, who has the captain armband, it's just, it's just like an armband. Oops. 
just put it on his hand. No leadership, nothing. And it needed to be said. And Ronaldo, at some point, decided, you know what? I have to say this. Like, the entire culture here is not what I left before I went to Real Madrid. This is bad on every form. Yeah, I, I, I think um, Ronaldo made his point. And it was loud and clear because... At one point, it was like if you if you listen to that interview very well critically. At one point, it was like there's there's just little I can say because of my restrictions. It, it was like a, we all know what to do, but I'm not I'm not permitted to say it. Say it yet. There was a section in that interview that I said so so so. I, I think the 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 issue with United is is deeply entrenched in the hierarchies of the club. There was a time where Ole would lose and he would switch talkers and make it look like losing was a nice thing. The yeah, boys played well. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so, so it was like, it, 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 you know, finally somebody is calling everybody else. Like, and if you look at it, it is true. It is not even Ole United now. It's almost like, We've gotten to a stage in football where we celebrate mediocrity, and you see, you see players playing poorly, losing, and they're just trolling on the feet. You get like going on the days of the Inzaghi's, the uh, the era of when Kaka was in a similar. Like you could see that players then were playing for the badge, like quote and unquote. It was not just players, just like you would see twenty-something-year-old guys earning two hundred and something thousand pounds, and everybody's just flexing. And they would have a bad game, and to them, it is just normal. The next thing they are on TikTok, uh, <coughs> so it, like we, we we all know that there's there's a there's a decay that has come to the quality of football that we are all seeing. Even it's not like neglect the old United; it has spread across so many English teams. I, I really can't say about others, but that was what that was one of the things that Ronaldo was trying to say like there's no that winning mentality is no longer there everybody just believes that well we lost yeah yeah the, the, the opponent was better than us you can just imagine a united against Watford 4-1 and the next day we are on instagram so it's, <laughs> it begs the question what is happening anyway i'm fully um aside you like we understand what Ronaldo was trying to say there like like Bryce was saying one thing I know for sure is that my United players after they lose they are always typing epistles on Twitter about apologizing and doing better but one thing that surprised me this week is that everyone and their grandfathers knows that Rashford has been struggling for form this season since he got back from the injury he hasn't been himself he's not playing with confidence and stuff but the annoying part is somehow the PR machine has been in full flow from the British media all kinds of excuses like oh the injury this maybe that at some point people are like oh if, if Pochettino comes in Pochettino is a fan of Rashford will be able to fix him oh Real Madrid had Rashford on their list PSG have Rashford on their list to replace Mbappe and I'm like when when it was Lukaku or Pogba struggling for form you guys just take these people and line them up under the bus that oh yeah bad but for England's favorite son Oh no, there are so many things that are going on with the team. Like, it needs more training, blah, 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 and all these excuses. And I'm wondering, okay, this is really good. Yeah, and the irony is that most Rashford actually is less media attention. Not every day, piling stuff on about Rashford every five minutes. Some Rashford, Rashford is doing a, is affecting Rashford. You can tell that this is a player, he has been in the spotlight for two years now, from the feeding kids movement to everything. 
to an extent you can understand that okay, maybe Rashford needs a timeout. But if you want you can't say a player needs a timeout and then every day be putting stuff in the media about him. Like it doesn't help. And of course it's British that definitely go to defend well, meanwhile. United can lose the game and Pogba can be in France. And then <laughs> Jason McCarthy can come on Sky Sports and be like, see, Pogba's influence is from France. It's what's making them lose. Like, and you can, okay, yes, the bias is there, obviously. And, and I think he keep telling that we should stop taking these people seriously. Like, this British media, we should stop taking them seriously because we know what they're talking about. Is that we know their biases. Either way, it'll be fine. Whether they listen to 4222 or not or they don't everybody will be good there um down to the nba um a lot of excitement was generated not just from golden state warriors fans from the league itself like you could see how excited his teammates his counterparts like his contemporaries in the league bullish you could see how excited they were to see Ray thompson return to the nba and immediately he made that dunk uh, chase center just went kaboom like it just felt like okay the nba has been good but we've been missing Oh, Clay's back. Because we all know what Clay games is Clay is. We all know what Clay Clay is one of those guys that you know you can leave him and he'll just not talk to anybody, he'll just be on his own. Then one day come, he just kill ten people. That is that deadly. So the, the the fact that he went through that you know spell of just being dominant. Like being ever present, always in the squad. If Steph goes out for two weeks, he's there. Draymond, especially him, is there. Having that ever presence, then going, then having to now walk his way back, and then spending two years. I think it was that you know, you know, you have, you have done recovery for thirteen months. You are trying to come back. Then you now have another injury that sits yeah. you back for another one year. So that that uh, process, you know, it, it made it kind of like. Um, Made even people that would probably have been eating, he made them fans. And then clear by default, you know, he, people say, you know, people love the Golden State Warriors. Apart from the fact that, okay, personality wise and, you know, the style of play, the flashness. And then Clay is one of those guys that he's just, he's just chilled, like on his own. Even opponents that may probably do not like Warriors, they will find out that they don't really have any problem with Clay because Clay is yeah, down there. China Clay is a very good China Clay. China Clay is a very chill guy. He would just be on his like on his boat, chilling and everything. So, and I, I, watching that game, he made some in the third quarter. You know, in the second quarter, it was you know a bit uh, you know victory and all that. But he made some buckets in the third quarter, and I was looking at him and I was like, okay, I can see it. It's coming back. I can see it's coming back. So, people know that if Clay is LD and fit, and Steph is LD and fit, and Draymond is LD and fit. Golden State is going to be a factor in determining who gets to the final or who wins the championship. Meaning, they might not win the championship, but they would be responsible or they would, they would whoever is going to win will probably have to go through them and face one tough series and beat them. And then, you know, because they are that good as a, as a bunch, they are that good. And there are other days when they were even together, they didn't have this depth that they have now. Some of the guys that are, you know, they have like they can go nine deep, ten deeps during the playoffs. So that excitement, especially among Golden State fans, and that fact that okay, we know that we have seen um 37 points in the quarter clip. So it's a possibility for us to just wake up one Saturday morning, a game is going on, and Clay will just out of the box, give us one crazy out of the box experience. So 
the possibility of something like that happening, that's another thing that's exciting, you know, basketball fans and making them gravitate towards play. Well, um, Kule, when it was last year, yes, it was last year, I think it was on this show, just before we came in for the episode, was when um, Westbrook was traded to the Lakers. Like, that was when I think Polish mentioned that Westbrook was traded to the Lakers. And I remember saying something like, oh, man, one of the biggest issues they have is like, who handles the ball? Like, is it going to be LeBron or Westbrook? Like, trying to imagine whether them together would probably be a difficulty. But somehow, the Lakers kept adding players. Like, um, Ashley Price was even very excited at that point. They added Camelo, Dwight Howard, Rajon Rondo, all these players were coming in. <laughs> but, but now we've come to the reality that we have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray to believe that the Lakers are going to be a good team. Obviously, you thought that, okay, um, Bullish, I said Bullish, Bright, you thought that, okay, it was going to be, it wasn't going to, it was going to be difficult for Westbrook and LeBron to settle in, but you didn't expect it to be this bad, whereby teams are leaving Westbrook alone, that shoots now, shoots, like, just, we have to sit down, most if you go enter, like, yesterday in Sacramento, they had to put it on their, on their board yesterday and say, oh, I scored Westbrook, player of the game, because of how bad he was shooting-wise, like, is it is it is this a factor of the Lakers completely going bonkers, or as or is Westbrook starting to lose it? You know, in all sincerity, I must be sincere. I don't even know. I'm as confused as a lot of us, if we are being sincere. Yes, we, we all knew that um, the old LeBron, Le, LeBron Westbrook thing might not work, but we didn't know it was going to be this terrible. And I I think maybe it's just a general. <laughs> I think it's just a general coach trick. And the old team might just need to step back and, and reset. Hello? Because it's it's obviously not working. Yeah, I'll come back. Okay. So it's generally not working. And I think it's a general team problem. And, but yeah, Westbrook I think like has generally been... generally not working. I, mean, like, yeah, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like... They're treating uh, Westbrook like a superstar when he's not... Gives you special performance like against Sacramento. They see, like, you got tell you, was the benefit of that privilege, even though he was complete shite in that game. Honestly, I think I think the Lakers need to tell him to step back a bit and be like, okay, yes, it's time for you to end that superstar status again. That's, that's, where, that's where he is at this point. Because to make matters worse now, is you don't even have Anthony Davis available, and one would think, okay. You don't have AD available, fine. Maybe Westbrook gets more playing time or he gets more touches. He gets to be more dominant and attack the paint and stuff. He's not doing any of that. These days, it's just another way in the ring. Like, backboard. On top of the backboard. Beside the backboard. Like, fans are laughing at and I'm wondering, oh my God, something is definitely wrong. Like, it, I don't think he's a, he has any problems at home because I, I never expected it to be this bad. And one way or the other, as much as the Lakers are trying to deny it they are just a bad team like a completely mm-hmm. bad team simple the whole let's bring all these old men together and see oh, that, it that's plus, uh, which <laughs> it didn't work they can as well go home now. um on the final note we'll just run through the nfl playoffs and see how, how things are stacking up um Kule, as much as it was a crazy crazy final day of the season like even for a Steelers fan like me, I'm like, well, we're definitely not going to make the playoffs. Let's just go home. We have done well this season. We've not collected beating. We don't have a losing record. Next thing you know, Jamal started flying. The coach needed to beat 
the Jackson Team Jaguars are one of the worst teams in the league. And somehow the Jaguars beat the Colts, the Colts were out of the playoffs. The Raiders and Chargers found themselves in a tight game down to overtime. Like, the 49ers had to make six teams were vying for playoff position up until the, that final day, like final five, fourth quarter of each game. You could see those teams fighting for players, and eventually, the teams that got it got it. Like some teams got it. Now we have very interesting matches to look forward to, especially in the AFC. The somehow, um, I know the um, what do they call the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Steelers. I probably wouldn't watch because it's going to be a bit serious beating. I don't see how <laughs> I don't see how that's going to change anyway. It's going to be serious uh, beating. Big Ben can beat man. See, um, for those that don't, for, for those that don't know, the only way you can, if you saw the game in week sixteen where the, um, it's, you know, it was week seventeen, the Bengals. where the Bengals beat the Chiefs. Chiefs, you need to score points. As much as the Chiefs are bad defensively, offensively they are very good. You need to score points to beat them. No matter how bad they are, they are going to drop points offensively. They will find a way to put as many points on the board. It got to a point that the Bengals were telling themselves, Bengals had a particular possession whereby they took five minutes and they were at the five-yard line. All you had to do was score, but they took five minutes to complete that possession because they didn't want to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. He just kept, okay, let's run it. So the guy was about to enter. I said, eh, oh God, come down again. The guy fell down. <laughs> no enter, no score yet. So the Chiefs are that good. If you don't score points, you can't. And, and I don't see how the Steelers... Yeah, and the, and and the Steelers uh, that they're not coming to the playoffs with any good form, to be honest. They're probably, they're probably the, the weakest. Exactly. Oh. The reason why they are there is because of their defense. So, and there's a limit to what your defense can do against Mahomes. At some point, the ball is flying around to players like Travis Kelsey. But in terms you have of matchup, like Barrett and Devon White. Exactly. <laughs> 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 See. To make this interesting now, I feel like the biggest matchup in the AFC now has to be the Bengals and the Raiders. The Bengals have shown that. Definitely. They seem to watch out for, at least offensively, Jamachis has been impressive. While the Raiders are also not a very, they're not a bad team. They're quite a good team as well. So, clearly, that matchup in the AFC has to be the biggest. Obviously, the Bills would play the Patriots, and we all know fully whether, since they are divisional rivals, you expect a tight game there. But for the other game between the Bengals and Vegas, it's probably going to be a shootout. Yeah, I think it is because they really concerned that they come into the wild card playoffs on similar records. And I have been like I I said last week that I've been pleasantly surprised at what the Bengals have been doing this season. Because I did not expect them to get here. And even you to even you said you did not expect them to get here. Like nobody did. Because basically, they're supposed to be the laughing stock, like Bengals and the Browns. They are basically laughing stock in NFC. Have you now in the AFC North? And now, now they've, they've done something different. I'm definitely looking forward to see what they can pull off on 15. Anyway, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers didn't get the best record they were looking for, so no rest week for them. They have to go up against the Eagles. Uh, Bullish, I'm sure JPP is looking at um. Jalen Hurts of the Eagles mm-hmm. people, my dear. Do you understand? I will shock you. you might, offensively, yes. we might not have Anthony Brown and Chris mm-hmm. Godwin and all those players, but defensively, the box will be looking at the Eagles like, we have to beat these people. So, the thing there is, you can't even, you can't even, when it comes to TB12, you can't say, yeah, because Anthony Brown is not there. Because you've seen against a Packers team in the playoffs last year, a mm-hmm. particular Scotty Miller, 
who was yeah. almost a non-factor for most of the season, scored that crazy touchdown. So he, he can, he can, TB, TB can tell the driver of the bus to join him on the pitch and give him touchdown against. So the guy will say because some players, uh, Antonio Brown is not there. Yeah, they will miss Antonio Brown because of, obviously the talent is there. Nobody can. Yeah, the that. talent is there. Even Chris Godwin then, will be a big mister. The defense, you know, that that defense when they have when they are ready to lock in and you know play that supreme talented defense. You know, he's, he's unmatched. He's unmatched. Then, I just want to add that. I think, I think the 49ers will shock the Cowboys. I think so. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm putting money. If I was a betting man, I probably would put money on the 49ers to shock the Cowboys because of how good they are defensively and their ability to run the ball. Like, their defense the is, the ball is... Lost, is ridiculously annoying. And they can... Sometimes like, I... Well, I want to say they can run the football. Like yes, they, they can run the ball. They, they, you know, they can run the football. They are, they are the kind of team that if you if you don't have proper like your if your defense is uh, uh, okay, yeah, we can score anyone. No, you need to be able to stop the run. You can you can't you can't just be trying. So I, 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 I that game was very exciting anyway. Yeah, because this, the Cowboys are top three. I've been top three in offense during the regular season. They've put up points in abundance this season. And at the same time, they've considered points in abundance too. They've considered a lot of penalties. And when you consider a 49ers team that are very creative with the way they run the ball, sometimes I wish they had Russell Wilson as their quarterback instead of Jimmy G. Because Jimmy G has shown that he has too many limitations, especially when it comes to... Will he even be... Do we know whether maybe <laughs> before the game exactly. you, you will have broken one? We have broken one. Exactly. Uh, or something. <laughs> so will he be free to play? Uh, I think the final game um, in the NFC um, currently has the um, LA Rams playing the Arizona Cardinals, yeah. which are divisional rivals again. So if I if I if I had to stick my neck out, I'd probably say the Rams because of what they can do defensively and the fact that the Cardinals are missing players like DeAndre Hopkins. Um, um, they have JJ Watt out injured as well. Their second running back is out injured as well. That might not that should just be the Rams' advantage. Yeah, and the Cardinals are giving like um, early playoff exit vibes. Because I think they feel like they are like kind of that team because they started the season like house on fire. Like it looked mm-hmm. like they were going to be the team to beat, and now they've tailed off. And the, the crazy part is, NFL, like, if you, you don't want to be tailing off coming into the playoffs, that is where oh, that is where the problem is. Oh, we are saying that they are trying to do what the Steelers did last year. Very definitely, definitely. That's, that's basically that, they're basically leaving their playbook and they want to copy it. <laughs> Either way, um, 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 I think that on that note we can call the show. To an end this night. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. Um, Bolish, before we I just have one question for you. I know the Green Bay Packers are the best record in the league and they've done well this season. But when you consider what Aaron Rodgers has done, considering the anti-vaccination, telling people that he was vaccinated, I wasn't vaccinated, talking about the vaccine stuff, with the people that the journalists that vote for will look at it and say, Lie, lie. This guy that lied to us that say he has been vaccinated, but he didn't, he didn't collect it. Would they look at it and say, Let's not give it to him, let's give it to someone else? So the, the 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 reason why I'll probably say that, that it is not they don't need to do that they probably shouldn't is because the team and the players in the locker room they knew. So I, if it was a situation whereby 
he didn't tell the team, he didn't tell the players in the locker room. That would have been a different thing. The lie was to the media. It was to the media, I told the media that. But the media I am but I still think, think that's a big I still think that's a big because yeah, the it's the media. I'm not going to I'm not saying and, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I'm so saying like, I like for the for the MVP I think it's like the perception of it. Like the media I don't so, think so the media me, want to be I, on the so back I'm, one, or, I'm like, one of those people that I'm one of those people that think that yes. Off the courts, you know, we, we don't want you, you obviously you can if Anthony, let's say for example, and Antonio Brown is in line for MVP and he does what he does. Yes, obviously, rule him out. But if it's not something that that's <laughs> okay. crazy, if it's not something that crazy, I feel the MVP is about football. Yeah, it should yeah. be about um, football, but it's just has been spectacular. So spectacular that I think it, it should be enough to cover up that part because there, I didn't mean there was someone at least maybe um okay let, let me put it, let me put it this way if there was no vaccine incident and they told 20 journalists to vote for the MVP out of the 20 votes Aaron Rodgers would probably get 18. If you are going like, to put the vaccine as blah 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 maybe the vaccine should deduct five so it will still have 13. That's, the, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like the difference, the gap between Arrogas and the next person is, is not yeah, very I, close. I, I think that's, 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 my own point. Like, that's my yeah. own argument. In terms of I, I think, I think that's the biggest point for me. The, yeah, like, the the gap is between, not, yes, you can consider it and whatnot, but the gap between Arrogas and, and you know, the next person should still get the MVP. That's what I'm saying. The question we have not asked that do you expect the media to root for somebody who has lie to them because we know the ego of the media like the perception the way who the way we look out to the press like the media the, the, the politicians should get like the they should get to buy themselves the lies of the politicians to us the media should like us every day politicians are paying media is it mean that and I'm going to make mistakes maybe Moreover, yeah, it is, yeah, it is yeah. an award that, that that is supposed to reward on-field performance and not all of this character. But, but, but we all know that sport is not just sport anymore. Yeah, like, see, no, um, we understand. I understand what exactly. you're saying. Exactly, so, I understand what you're saying. So the reason why me I feel, if you are a media person, if you are a media personnel and you are voting, yes, you look at the incident and say, ah, this guy messed up for that particular incident, and you know, he probably should be punished, you know, for it. But the truth is, if they give another person the MVP, it will be so glaring that the only reason why that person won the MVP is because of that incident, which is not right. That's exactly what I'm... Yeah, you as the media person that is voting, yes, you take it into consideration that, ah, this person, you know, you shouldn't have done this. This is wrong. It's a big deal. You see people, blah, 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 blah. But the truth is, at the end of the day, there should be that final decision in terms of saying, okay, okay, if I'm, if I'm not voting for Rogers, what am I voting for? The, the, this person... Does this person deserve it? Even thirty percent up to let let maybe I said maybe uh I don't like I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking who is close. Tom Brady, the body lost a lot of games towards the end of the season. Yeah, like, see the, 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 the gap is the gap is the gap so is much that I feel like he's going like, to win it because his, the next person his, I thought his, his touchdown to interception ratio was just ridiculous. Like everything about him this season. Was was ridiculous, and you know, if you remember, beginning of the season, 
Um, I'm coming back. I'm not coming back. Uh, kiniko, kiniko. People say, yeah, ah, it's a distraction. Yeah. Kiniko, kiniko. It's a kiniko. This guy came. And it's like the first game. If you remember the first game, they had that, you know, off a lag poor game. That, you know, it was as if, it was as if, ah, it, ah, okay, because his mind is not here. Since then, he has been balling out. Crazy. And it's not just maybe, uh, okay, game management. No, everything. Game management, crazy trolls, you know, feeding everyone, getting everyone involved, you know. And the sleeper, I, I can't even call him a sleeper anyway, because the only reason why, they are not like outright favorites to win this year Super Bowl. It's because of the fact that um, over the years we've seen this Aaron Rodgers during the regular season, and then when he gets to the playoffs, some, something will happen, and then they will not just get it done. That's why they are not outright favorites. But I think there's a possibility that he will be able to overcome that. Like they will be able to overcome some of those challenges and actually get to the Super Bowl this year. See, the way I see it now is because that gap, the closest person that would have challenged Aaron Rodgers. Um, in terms of performance and narrative, would have been Jonathan Taylor running back for um, Indianapolis Colts because of what he did. But the fact that the Colts failed to make the playoffs on the final day eliminates him completely. I can't, okay, Tom Brady led the NFL in passing yards, but yeah, he lost too many games, he threw some interceptions and stuff like that. That's the Mahomes and the Chiefs, definitely. Kalamure and the Cardinals fell off, like Pule said. So it feels like Rogers is the ultra favorite. You can call Cooper Cup, but. Wide receivers hardly win these awards because they, they, they don't throw the ball to themselves, so they're not going to win it. But in coolest defense, narratives matter a lot. I remember the 2010-2011 season in the NBA, Derrick Rose was voted MVP. Yes, he played well, he did very well, and what have you. But when you compare his numbers to what LeBron James had, he had no business winning the MVP award. But because LeBron was the pantomime villain of the previous year for doing the old decision stuff, the journalist decided to himself that hell no. We'll give it to Rose and Rose won the MVP. So, normally, if there was a close, um, how do I put it? If there was someone else on, on Rogers' heels, I would have said, okay, yes, that person should win it. But because of that gap, I probably think it's going to end up with it. Um, either in a, anyway, thank you so much, guys, for being here. Um, LMJ will pay is fine for coming late next week. As for actually, we'll vote for Tinibu in 2023. That is fine. <laughs> As for Akin, he's probably flexing somewhere or studying hard somewhere. Only God knows. I'm sure when he has time, will be with us. Um, until next week, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, cheers, everyone. I'm